I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. Fifty-five-zero. I used to think that 50 was old when I was a kid. Now I'm here. Okay, no, I'm not here, but <laughs> woo! Thanks, Matt. There we go. 50, yeah, baby. Awesome, awesome. So Sales Team Rescue is officially 50 episodes old. So thank you to all of you people that view it live, view the replays, and listen on the podcast. I appreciate you and everything you do. And today, in celebration of our 50th episode, I have another special guest with us today. Now, Matt Ward, he's a pretty cool guy, uh, but I'm going to give you the, the lowdown. And uh, <laughs> we're going to tell you a little story about how it was funny, uh, how we met in an entertaining way. But let's get official for a moment. Matt sold his digital marketing agency in concert web solutions in May 2018 to begin his focus on helping service-based businesses get more word of mouth referrals. His book, more word of mouth refer referrals, lifelong customers and raving fans focuses on building stronger relationships and how we can use that to connect with others. Matt is a professional member of the National Speakers Association, a 40 under 40 recipient and host of the business podcast Square Peg Round Hole. Matt, thank you so much for being on episode 50 of Sales Team Rescue. Woo! Thanks for having me, Jeremy. Appreciate it. Number 50. Yeah, baby. Man, I feel old now. I'm just kidding. No. It's awesome. It's uh yeah, no, it, it, this has been a lot of fun. I've got to meet some amazing people, and I'm really glad to to have you here. Yeah. Um, so we we just met for the first well, time. So what I love so much is that you teed me up for the 50th episode for like so long now. Right. And and it's just a, a really exciting that you just were holding this in the can just for right. number 50. That's what I love the best. Exactly. Exactly. We've been planning this for for so long. It's been oh, at least five hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe, maybe four and a half. Four and a half. There we go. Right. But here's the thing. So, um, so I met Matt for the first time just this past Saturday and, uh, I may or may not have crashed a national speakers association meeting. Uh, cause I'm not even more in than welcome. We're, we're, <laughs> we're a very open group where NSA is the organization that speaks, not listens. Right. So, <laughs> right. I love it. I love it. Well, and it's interesting because of what we're going to talk about today, because I was referred to this meeting by a mutual friend of ours mm -hmm. and, um, shout out to Lorianne. Um, I'm sure she's going to be watching this live and giving some love on, on the feed. Uh, and, and she saw this presentation that you guys were, were doing that she thought I would love. And I did. And in the process, though, we got to network a little bit and I got to learn a little bit more about you and what you did. And then, of course, like any good networking opportunity, you followed up like a boss. And then ah, we, like and, a boss. Man, and we were on the phone this morning or on, on Zoom, I guess, this morning. And nobody uh, uses the phone anymore, do we? Know, right. <laughs> I don't I like people that do this. They're like, yeah, I my call. what does that mean anymore? So it's oh, like God. a banana phone, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but the. But as we get talking, I, you know, I was digging in, trying to learn more about what you do. And this one thing stood out to me. And um, before we get into it, I'm going to get you to share a little bit more about you. But I'm going to plant the seed for the listeners and the viewers. This one thing I believe may just be the number one secret to being at the top of the sales leader leaderboard. For those of you that are in sales teams or even entrepreneurs that, um, that are running their own business and they are their sale own salesperson. This one thing might be the one that moves the needle. So 
hold on that. Let's learn more about Matt. Now, Matt, we just stuck you basically between the audience and their lunch. So, no, that's perfect. You did the perfect Ryan Seacrest right there. And I love it. Right. Completely. Like, that's exactly what this is all about. Um, We're going to tell you exactly what that one thing is right after this commercial. Right. right? So, no, there's no commercial here. I mean, so so I I began my journey in business as a, a digital marketing agency owner. I built it up uh, from part-time business to a full-time business, sold it to an employee in 2018 and exited, became a full-time speaker. And at that point, I looked back and I said, well, what do I really want to bring to the world? Um, Because I thought I was going to talk about how to work on your business, not in your business, kind of like a different version of the e-myth because I had to effectively achieve that. And uh, so I was like, well, you know, Maybe that'll work. Maybe it won't work. And then I started talking with some friends and I realized that there was a, a very unique thing that I had done at the agency where not a single new client had come from other than referrals. Oh. And I was like, wow, do I love this concept? Do I absolutely love this? Um, I I am at the point now where I said, how do I re-engineer that? What, how did I achieve that more importantly? And I started backpedaling and realized that it was all about relationships. And so as I started to unpack that whole thing, I said, okay, well, this is, this is something I could write about. So I wrote my book called more word of mouth referrals, lifelong customers and raving fans. And it's, it's not your typical business book. Right. And so I love great business books, but it's not your typical business book where it walks you through a story and a journey of exactly how to do certain things. This is much more of a tactical book where I gave some concepts up front, like I refer to as my care package, these four pillars that you can do to build relationships Mm -hmm. and get referrals. But then I gave 45 different lessons and tips um, of how you can build deeper, more meaningful connections with other people. And, um, and it's done, it's done well. It's been out almost, uh, you know, 18, 19, 20 months or so now I, I released it in September of 2018. Um, I'm very happy with that book. I'm, I'm currently writing my second book which is called the high five effect. The working title is, is uh, the high five effect, how to do business with people that bring us joy. Because I think too often business owners take on clients. They just shouldn't take on. They, they, they take on problematic clients because they're willing to pay more or charge more. And at the end of the day, these are just not good clients for us. We need to know who our good clients are, our ideal clients are. So that's in development now. Uh, and that's how I ended up on this path of, of talking about referrals and uh, last year as a professional speaker in 2019, I did 35, 36 um, gigs all over the country um, from conferences to expos to to all kinds of events. Um, and I really, I really love that life. And then it came to a screeching halt <laughs> without an airbag <laughs> in early March. Um, and so I pivoted and went into webinars and, you know, online virtual trainings and things like that, virtual speaking stuff. And, uh, you know, when we talked earlier today, I didn't even have any idea you had a TV show, uh, uh, like a, a, a web show or anything. I think it's so cool, you know? Well, and, and it's a lot of fun. Um, but, but I think you made an important point here that you show that you, you could pivot. And a lot of times we talk about uh, speaking as a great lead generation tool. And often we think about physical stages and when all this chaos happened, uh, suddenly the brakes came on for any live events and people were forced to either shrink or step up into what's, you know, what new technology they can leverage and just own it. And like the presentation we saw on the weekend 
was someone who who is big in speaking, and they talked about all the ways that they were modifying for for webinars, right? Um, and and you're doing the same thing. So I think it's really really powerful, and it shows your ability to um, focus on your one core message and not be so hung up on the the modality that's delivered through. Yeah, sure. I mean, I speak solely about referrals, not so much the closing piece or the prospecting piece, the things that you talk about. Um, and I speak underneath the umbrella piece of that. Uh, so the topics that fall underneath that are relationships, how to use social media to build better relationships, how do you use your CRM in your business to build better relationships, how do you do networking the right way, how do you do virtual networking. And that was the one that I fell upon, by the way, which was this virtual net, you know, how to do virtual networking. Right. Mm -hmm. And I started offering it all over the country and I offered it as a free, as a free offer. Um, Because to me, it was hard enough to try and convince people that they needed to pay for this when there was a lot of people in my space already offering this. Right. And I could say, well, I'm more valuable this way and I'm more valuable that way. But to be perfectly honest with you, this was a race this, this was a race to the space, right? Mm-hmm. And so if there's a lot of people out there doing what you do, you have to get the MVP out, the minimum viable product out, and then grow that as you do. And so what I did was I just went to a, two different sectors and I said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this um, virtual networking in the real estate sector and for chambers of commerce. Mm-hmm. And, um, and those are two sectors that g- generally more often don't pay. And I said, well, if I want to bring this there, you know, there's a need for their customer base. You know, small businesses as a whole need this. Realtors and people involved in associations need this. Um, what value can I get out of it? Well, if I can provide value for other people, then the value for me will be email addresses, right? Mm-hmm. And over time, I can build relationships with people and they'll either like my content or not like my content. And if they don't like my content, they'll unsubscribe. And I'm completely okay with that. In six weeks, I've almost tripled my email list in six weeks nice. doing that. Um, and there's a couple strategies that work very effectively for that. Um, I do see a higher amount, higher number of unsubscribes. Mm-hmm. But percentage-wise, I don't. That's the interesting thing. The percentages aren't up higher. The numbers are because the numbers added to my list are higher. Right. So the percentages are actually less. And having worked in the digital marketing agency for 16 years, um, I did a lot of work with constant contact. And, um, And so I know email marketing and I know what works and what doesn't work. And if you try to sell too early, people are going to hate that. So you need to provide value as much as you possibly can. And, Lots of great ways. And so every week I send out a, a video tip that's up on YouTube and I just send that out and I provide as much value as feasibly possible to people. I make myself available and it's worked well for me. That's my pivot. I love it. I love it. And so there's one thing that we talked about this morning that we're going to, I want to dig into. And this is like it, the, it's very simple. Like this isn't some complex strategy that anyone listening can't implement um, because there's too many moving pieces. It is so simple. This, this is the thing about this, Jeremy, is that I used to, I used to get imposter syndrome, you know, that, that the little guy in your head telling you not, not to, you can't to do, do a whole talk on this yeah. because I felt guilty. Like somebody was bringing me into a space, they were paying me money, and this is the one thing I was going to tell them, and that could walk out of the room, and it would change their life. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, 
they would think they didn't see the value of it because they already know that this exists. They just don't do it. And the number one reason why they tell me they don't do it is they tell me that they don't have time. Mm, I call baloney. Right. Yeah. (laughs) These people spend more time on Facebook and social media than they would doing this. Absolutely. So let's, let's have in. So guys, Matt is going to share with us. Are you ready? Like hang on to your seats. If you're in your car, keep your hands on your steering wheel, listening to the podcast. Uh, But if you're in front of your computer, you're on your phone, just hang on to your seat because Matt's going to share with you the number one secret that I believe will be the difference maker in getting you to the top of your sales leaderboard. Matt, do it out. Here it is. Boom. Slay the day. That's actually not it. (laughs) It's the thing. See this thing, thing, this Mm -hmm. thing that's on paper, you open it up, it's blank on the inside. Isn't that amazing? You see my logo's not on here. That's my ATV off my Facebook page. I made a custom card off of Vistaprint. Mm-hmm. I don't care where you get these things. Buy them and mail them out. You see these things? These things are available from our federal government. <laughs> these are called stamps. These are amazing. They actually officially put these things in other people's mailboxes. And then this is what happens. <laughs> So for those why of you do the they podcast, do that? Because no one does that. In my talk, I, I talk about going from the inbox to the mailbox. Why? Because when someone gets that piece of mail, that bill, it's all the same size. The junk mail is all the same size. But the card is a different size. And they pull it right out and they open it up and they get all excited. And then what do they do? They take a picture and they put it on social media. And then what do they do? Jeremy, they save them. Look at these. They save these things. This is what people do because you cared enough to send them a card. So why do they say, why do the people I talk to and consult with as a referral coach, why do people actually say they don't have enough time? Because they don't have cards, they don't have stamps, and they don't have addresses. So there's a couple different ways that you can solve this problem. The first way is you buy some stamps. So just do me a favor. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I know you're on home quarantine, but tomorrow, just go to the post office and buy a single book of stamps. Not going to cost you a lot. They're 55 cents a piece. Um, I think there's two, four, six, eight, 10, 12. There's 20 on here, maybe? 20. What's the math on that? What's 20 times 50 cents? That's $4. I can't even do the math. It's so inexpensive, right? It's ridiculous, right? Jeremy? Yeah. Tomorrow, buy a book of stamps. Mm -hmm. Then, but before you do that tomorrow, today, go on Amazon and buy a bulk package of cards. I don't care where, where you, what cards you get. Just get anything, right? They'll be to you in two days because I know you have Amazon Prime. Right? Because we all have Amazon Prime. Even here in Canada, I do. Yep. Even in Canada, eh? So listen, here's the thing. Then, then it come back. Now, now you need an address. Now you need an address. That's the hardest part. So in the morning, you get ready to go to work and you go, who did I talk to yesterday? Great. I talked to Jeremy. Let me do a Google search, right? I'm going to give you a couple. Um, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give these people a couple different hacks. But the first thing is look at their website. Mm-hmm. The website might have their mailing address on it. <clears throat> Hint. <laughs> How do you think I get all those? 
Right. I have my mailing address on my contact page. Mm-hmm. And I tell people from the stage and then they send me chocolate. I don't have a problem with that. Okay. I don't have a problem. <laughs> you want to send chocolate covered bacon? Fine. You want to deliver a pizza? That's cool too. Right. <laughs> so here's the thing. So, so, so that's the first place you start. The mm-hmm. second is their email signature. Mm, yep. Pretty simple. It's probably in there. The third is you can go to a mutual contact. What about this findpeoplesearch.com website? Right? That's pretty crazy, the stuff you can find in there. All the addresses that somebody actually lived at. You can piece together a person's address in under 15 minutes, right? Address the card, put a little note in there, thanks for your time, and mail it off. Now, I want to share with you a letter, a card I got just uh, this week. Um. Yeah, roughly within the past week, it was um, it was by this uh, by this woman, uh, Serafina. Serafina, if you're watching, I kept your card. Thank you very much. It impacted me. It says thank you on it. Let me open this up. Hi, Matt. I saw you speak last year, and today I watched a webinar with you. Both events were via the Cape and Plymouth Business Magazine. Now, that webinar she's referring to is the Pivot webinar that I did. Ever since I saw you last fall, I have been sending handwritten cards almost daily. It has helped my business and, and she underlined it, I love doing it. Thank you so much, Serafina. And she's a photographer. Images by Serafina in Marston Mills, Massachusetts. If you want to, if you are in uh, Cape Cod, Massachusetts, and you need a photographer, I want you to check out Serafina. Okay. But here's the thing. I kept this card. I'm going to send a thank you card for a thank you card, (laughs) right? But this made my day. You know how many people send me things like this? Not a lot. They do. Sometimes they send me cards for thanking a speech or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, doing something. And that's awesome. But, but this made me feel really special, you know? And, um, and, and when you feel like your message in the world has impacted other people, that's why you do what you do. That's why you're so passionate about it. That's why for those sales folks who are on this channel, you know, watching this uh, Facebook live, look, you, you do what you do for a reason. Like you believe in it. If you didn't believe, well, if you don't believe in it, you need to stop doing what you're doing and go find something else. Cause the pandemic just opened up an opportunity for you. You just got to go find it, mm-hmm. but you got to be passionate about it. And, and when people notice that you're passionate, that's a, that's a powerful thing, you know, and it really hits you home and it goes in the box with the Christmas cards that people send you. And I think I even have cards in here from my buddy, Kelta Kelly, who's commenting here on Facebook live. Um, he, he is a, he is a master of this, you know, and he does them all the time as an, a, a, a financial services person. A little pop that comment. Oh, look there. at that. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's pretty pop. cool. Yeah. So that's what it is. And I'm telling you right now, listen, if you if you want to fire up your referrals, mm-hmm. um, we've got that going across the banner on the bottom. You can go there and get a couple um, downloadable uh, guides that I have for you. The first one is uh, seven ways um, to build better relationships with people in under five minutes a day. Because, again, people tell me they don't have time. And I'm going to give you seven different things you can do. Then I'm going to give you a referral revenue calculator, which shows you that if you have business partners that refer you, not clients. Because mm-hmm. clients refer one to three people over a lifetime. Partners refer one to three people a year, gotcha. right? So we want to focus on our centers of influence, the people that speak to the same economic buyer that we do. 
that calculator is going to show you the math on how much money you can make in your business by just gaining a couple more partners. So all you have to do, it's a, it's a Google um, spreadsheet or an Excel doc, and you can use either one. And then uh, the seven tips to fire up referrals. And I'm telling you right now, if you really just want to get referrals flowing, just pick a contact every single day. That's 20 contacts a month, but pick a contact every single working day and mail one card. Just like Serafina said, just mail it and don't expect anything in return. Don't expect it. I've told people time and time again, if you want to jumpstart referrals, pick 20 ideal referral sources, mail them one card a day, meaning each per you're only mailing out one card in a business day. So 20 different people are going to get a card. And then the next month, you're going to repeat the same 20 people get another card. And the third month, the same 20 people get another card. In 90 days, I guarantee you, you'll get a referral. I can't guarantee if you'll sell it. And I can't guarantee the amount of money you'll get from that for the service that you offer. But I can guarantee you'll get a referral. And the reason that works, Jeremy, is very, very simple. No one else cares about these people as much as you just showed them you do. Right. See, people don't do business with who they know, like, and trust, Jeremy. They do business with who they know, like, trust, and care about. Oh, I love it. Huge distinction. So, guys, go to fireupreferrals.com to download those resources from Matt. Um, I, I think we all want to build more relationships, and we want to get these referral opportunities, right? And, and, and referrals are about those relationships to start. So thank you so much for, for sharing that. Um, now, when it comes to sales reps, so let's say that I'm a sales rep. Um, I've got leads that are coming in and maybe I've got five new leads a day. Now, should I be trying to mail a letter to every one of these people? No. Or should I? Okay, go ahead. Tell me. No, tell me it's how too much. Choose. It's too much, right? Because right. The, I see this all the time with CRMs too, is people take a 1500 person contact list off Excel and try and load it into a CRM and then nothing gets done. And they blame me and say the CRM doesn't work. Right. Right. So the problem is we're biting off more than we can chew which is exactly why I say one a day. Mm-hmm. I do more than one a day sometimes, mm-hmm. but this is a, a habit you have to build up to. You have to get a rhythm going, a system, a process, your morning routine, whatever it is. And so if you try to bite off more than you can chew, it's just not going to work. Right. It, it's just too much. And so you, 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 you know, next thing you know, you'll run out of cards or you'll run out of stamps. You'd be like, this is costing me a lot of money. It's just too much. Mm-hmm. Instead, if you're a sales rep, just pick one, just pick one. And one person you met with uh, yesterday, or frankly, if you're struggling with that, then just pick one this week. Be okay with that. And then mail them the card, the letter, whatever. And then from there, we just graduate. Once we get the habit built after three or four weeks of doing this, now we add one more card, right? So we're building up to five cards a week at that point. We can just do Tuesday, Thursday. And then from there, we go to Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And now we're doing three a week, right? Right, right now, you're, they're doing none, right? We're, we're doing right, they're doing none. So look, if you're doing something that's better than what you're doing now, and right. that's what that's what I want people to see is the impact that that makes. Not only, Serafina mentioned it, but not only on the other people, but on yourself. Because when you're writing cards to people, you can't help but smile about how they impacted you and why you're writing the card. You know, 
And listen, folks, if you're in the U.S. and you need to mail Jeremy something, just put extra postage on it so it doesn't get returned or he doesn't have to pay the extra postage. It's more than a stamp. Just I don't know what the international is. Put three stamps on it. Who cares? Right. So so my, my next question is. That's a Canadian postal tax. Right. right, exactly. <laughs> right. You cross that border. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's because your, your, your money's worth so much more than it is right now. Uh, so. When we're right, filling out these cards, when we're coming up with what to write, like m- make it simple for me. What can I put yeah. in these cards? I don't want it to be, I mean, we want to create this emotion. If only doing one a day, I don't want to think, yeah. okay, what's my script, right? No. How do I, how do I decide what to write that's going to create that impact? Cause I don't want to so, like. Sure. Two things. The first thing is keep it very simple and don't overthink it. Right. The very first thing I would say is if they're a business owner, just say, Hey, thanks for being a business owner. If you met with them, thanks for meeting with me. So the first the first piece of it is the thanks, right? Mm-hmm. Of some sort. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a there's a go-to that I like to use. Well, so the thanks for meeting with me is a go-to. It's very simple. Somebody can write that. The second is sort of thanks for showing up in the world. Right? Because they you noticed them, which means they showed up enough for you to notice them, regardless of what they do. So thanks for showing up in the world is an, is the second sort of standby. The second piece of the card, what I'd like you to do is if you have a relationship, you had an exchange of any kind, whether it was in person in a sales conversation, whether it was on social media or anything like that, the second piece of that in the card is to do a callback to the conversation. Hey, I loved the banter about Canada and the US, right? Hey, I loved our conversation about card writing, right? So you're just doing a simple callback. What that shows them is that it is personal. It's relationship driven. You know, I do these personal video messages all the time uh, using a tool called Bomb Bomb. And um, uh, people can check it out if they go to uh, vi- uh, getvideoemailnow.com. That is an affiliate link of mine, just to, to be clear. Um, Bomb Bomb is $49 a month. And they, they uh, market it as a one-to-many tool. And that's where people go wrong with Bomb Bomb. You see, I take I take this whiteboard that we had earlier that I put the 50, yeah, baby. I put people's name on it. Mm-hmm. So I put, hey, Jer- hi, Jeremy, hashtag high five. And then I do a real message to Jeremy specifically. Mm-hmm. It takes me 30 seconds to a minute. And I pop that link in or send the email out or whatever. It's incredibly personable. If you are just standardly writing scripts and staying within this framework of what, some people say produces referrals. It's garbage. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. What produces referrals is relationships. We don't buy. We buy from brands like Amazon because it's easy. Two-day postage, whatever. Like, I, I don't buy cards from – from cards are manufactured in big bulk things, right? Mm-hmm. I buy from Vistaprint because it's easy. It's quick. It's The price is there. I can design the thing online. Could I buy from my local printer? Sure. But I don't have a relationship mm-hmm. because no one's ever reached out to me. They don't build the relationship over time. You understand? I would buy from them over Vistaprint all day long if people continuously reached out and reminded me I was there. And I'm not talking about sales emails every month, like an email newsletter, I'm actually talking about real relationship stuff. And um, because to be honest with you, it's probably not any more expensive to buy it from them than it is to buy it online, you know? Um, But we buy from, we buy from service-based professionals because we're buying from people. Right. 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 That's why, because we can go, we can go to any 
large chain clothier and and buy stuff. I buy my shirts from Jason. Like I'm a big guy. These have to be custom shirts because I can't get shirts off the rack. Mm -hmm. So I buy from Jason. And until somebody comes in and undercuts Jason with a relationship, I'm still going to buy from Jason. Yeah. But this is where people fail, I think, Jeremy, is because if somebody else comes in, like I know three custom clothier people. Mm -hmm. If if Eddie, who's a custom clothier guy I know, if Eddie builds a relationship in a more proactive way, connects with me deeper and more often than Jason does, Jason's going to lose the business. Mm -hmm. And it's not because I don't like Jason. It's because Eddie's paying more attention to me. And we as human beings like that, right? This is natural stuff. We just have to play along with the rules of, of evolution, right? (laughs) That's happened. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. So I've got one more question before we dive into the lightning round. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm about systems. I'm about um, trying to scale things. And I know that's not the goal here, but mm-hmm. I want, but this question. Well, we have to. My mind. well yeah, exactly. So we, if, how do you feel about using one of those um, online card services where you can type it in, it gets mailed out on demand. It might have a certain brand on the back. I'm not going to give a shout out to any particular brand, but oh. because I'll tell you, and I, and I did, and I received, I was a podcast guest on someone's show and I got this in the mail. It was a picture of a mic. It had a very recognizable card brand on the back. Um, and I knew that it was, you go online and push the button, but most people yeah. don't know. Did they send it out to you? Yeah. That was the, uh, the reference to the brand. <laughs> gotcha, uh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so so here's yeah, the thing. Yeah. Um, pregnant pause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not opposed to it. Mm-hmm. And I want to be very clear about that. I'm not opposed to it. But so many people who are using uh, the service I know of is called send out cards. The, the service, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a reason for that service. Mm-hmm. Most people I know using are using it all wrong. Right. What's happening is they're not customizing it and making it personal. Now I got one. Um, I got one. Let's see. Is this it? Yeah, this is it right here. So this is this is a card sent from Send Out Cards. It's an individual. On the front is my book that I had mailed him. Took a picture of it. Yep. Right. On on the back is his contact information, uh, along with his referral link. Okay. And inside is a personal note. He's a send out card representative. It's it's typed, but it looks written. His name's Bob. Bob and I um, probably don't don't agree perfectly with the use of send out cards, but Bob does this better than most people. What most people do with send out cards is put their own stuff in there, mm-hmm. and they make it a marketing piece. Now, I want to be very clear about something. When you mail a card out, and I'll, I'll give you an example, Serafina. I had to look at the return address label to figure out what she did because she did it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Not a single thing in here. No business card, no phone number, no web address, nothing. Beautiful job, right? The minute you put that stuff in there, you make it about you. Mm-hmm. So where most reps go wrong with that is they're trying to care about other people, but they make it about them. Yeah. 
I have no problem. We need to understand that there's two things we need to do in our business. One is marketing and the other is caring. They're two completely different things. Look, to be perfectly honest with you, Jeremy, if I send you a copy of my book, mm-hmm. that's marketing. Yep. It's self-serving. It's marketing. Mm-hmm. If I send you another book that's back here on my shelf that somebody else has wrote, that's caring. Mm-hmm. It's a big difference. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do marketing. So I think that there's a place for send out cards, especially if you can do merge files and things like that, and you can do unique stuff. But if you're a send out card rep, please eliminate as much advertising from those cards as possible. If you're trying to do caring and trying to get referrals, because that's not how that it's going to come across and make the card about them. So another one I got the guy. So here's one. This is, I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain that this is one. She took a picture of a zoom. Then we were all on it. Nice. Right. Yeah. I think I'm on that one. And then there was another one on here where um, it actually, the funny thing is I invited a guy to an NSA meeting and there was a speaker there, uh, Mark Linquist. I had my picture taken with Mark. This guy took, okay, this is the guy that did it, but this is a little bit different. This is what she's at Reservoir. So this guy, Michael, uh, as also a speaker, I invited him in and he just did some stuff like happy birthday America inside of there. Now this is, this is done in a way that's, Still t- a touch point from a sales perspective, but it's not self-serving, but it's also not about me. He did one where the front cover was me and the speaker at NSA chapter meeting, big smile and had our picture taken. He orchestrated the whole thing because I remember he's like, oh, let me take a picture of you guys. And he clicked the picture nice. and he knew in his head what he was doing. And then at the the next week, he sent me a send out card and it had that on the cover and inside uh, he took a, a the header from my Facebook page, put that in there, and then he said, "Thanks for inviting me to the event," which I thought was awesome. Yeah, you know. So, so, so ultimately, as long as the focus is caring, because um, for someone like me who you couldn't he- read my handwriting, so way. that's another excuse right. I always get, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is just slow down. But I can tell you a couple. I, I was writing too fast last week, and they probably couldn't read it. They don't mm-hmm. care. They don't, they don't make out the hieroglyphics. They'll know what your message was. They really don't care. And it's not like it's a contract. You're not saying, oh, this is $4,000 to work with me. No, that's not what this is. They don't even care. They understand what high looks like, even if you can barely write it. Right. They're fine with that. I had a guy ask me that, a consulting client. And he's like, look, it's really bad. And I said, okay, send me a card. And it was really bad. And he said, I have an idea. I want this other company to do it. I said, okay, send me a test card. He did. And it was completely not him. It was like crafty cards. And I said, listen, you can't do it this way. Instead, we came up with a new solution, which was he had a company that was fulfilling his book orders. Mm -hmm. And they (laughs) they were signing his name in the book as the autograph. That's what, that's the way he did it. Yeah. I'm not judging. I'd rather he do it, but okay. But maybe. I just said- have them send them in the email and have them have a stack of cards and just do it for you. Like just do the cards. Mm-hmm. I'm working with him to get to the right solution. Mm-hmm. Is that, that's not the perfect solution. I don't think he should have somebody writing these messages, but remember the email he sent to his fulfillment person was his message. Right. So it was heartfelt. Right. 
And that's what is the most important piece of this. And so I, I work with him to do that piece. Then I can work with him to bring it back in house. I got to get the habit going first, work with what they got. And you know, so Kelta is a good friend of mine and he refuses to re- remove the email signature that he has, which I firmly disbelieve in that says a good referral. Uh, uh, the best compliment you can give me is a, is a referral to your friends and family. A lot of people use that. And I don't think that's the best compliment you can give me. I think I'm cute is a better one. <laughs> right? But here's the thing. I choose to pick my battles, right? right? Yeah. I, the guy sends out, Kelta sends out at least five cards a week. Mm. So I'm not going to worry about an email signature thing. I'm right. much focused on the other piece. Yeah. So ultimately one a day, no matter what that needs to look like, as long as you're coming from a place of caring and not focusing on marketing. Yeah. It's going to build those relationships. <laughs> Amazing, amazing. Oh. Yeah, he's all pissed. He's like, wow, burning me. <laughs> he's doing it with love. He's doing it with love. Awesome. Okay, let's dive into the lightning round. Because guys, um, again, I want to reiterate this before we do the lightning round. I believe that you sending out a handwritten note or card to somebody on a daily basis could be the number one thing that will get you to the top of your sales leaderboard. So... um like take this seriously. I think this is a huge opportunity and go to get Matt's download fireupreferrals.com to get yourself started. Now, Matt, I want to get in and do the lightning round. Question number one, we all know that coffee is for closers. And today I'm sporting my um, Harvard mug. It has a chip on the backside. This is from my time at Harvard. P.S. I was at Harvard for roughly three hours that was my time at harvard so did, I did you not... know that you can take their class online for free right now and say that you are harvard educated <laughs> welcome to COVID 19 <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it so this i i love i love this this mug though so i'm sporting it today even though it's got a chip on the back now uh, uh, but we all know coffee is for closers so what is your favorite coffee or comparable drink dunkin donuts large how do you mix it caramel swirl extra cream Ooh. Nice. Yeah. It's every day. It's the only thing I leave my house for during uh, home quarantine. (laughs) I love it. So if I spend as much on self-development as I spend on Dunkin' Donuts in a month, oh man, I'd be a genius. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of genius, if you had to recommend one book or movie to a sales person or sales leader, what would it be and why? Uh, Keith Ferrazzi's Never Eat Alone. Um, Mm. It's about building relationships and giving without the expectation of getting anything in return. It's a habit that took me about three years to nail. And it's, it's, I, I, I just, I, it was the, the game changer for me in business. Love it. Love it. Um, now who is somebody that you would consider a mentor in your life? Um, so, so I have a clarifying question on this one. Sure. Is the mentor, the, a person that individually uh, worked with you or a person that impacted you, even though they never worked with you? Either or both, I would consider a mentor. Talk two. Let me just name two. Sure. Um, the first one is an individual that mentors me now. I'm mm-hmm. deeply appreciative. His name is Brewster Kell. He's a CPA Hall of Fame speaker and a branding guy. He had a successful exit strategy um, from his branding agency in Miami for many years mm-hmm. um, and is now a full time speaker and a branding consultant. And he's really helped me move my speaking career forward uh, as a mentor directly. Um, the advice he's given me is incredibly sound. Um, and he's a great sounding board. The second is someone whom I never met, but was deeply impacted in my entire life. And that is Milton Hershey. Mm. Milton Hershey created 
the Chaka Bar put it on the map, Hershey Foods. Um, but he and his wife could not have kids. So they founded a, a boarding school for disadvantaged kids, a private tuition free boarding school for orphans and uh, expanded it to what they call social orphans. And I was lucky enough to attend that school and have it impact me. So I'm the youngest of three boys, the first to graduate high school and the only one not to go to prison. Wow. That school changed my life. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Now, the last question that I have for you is what is the strangest thing you do in your day or to start your day that keeps you on your game? You know, it's interesting because the morning routine ebbs and flows with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to get in my hot tub every morning. And what I found was that would create an environment by which ideas would be created. Then I found that I couldn't implement all the ideas, nor could I write them down while I had them. Um, and recently, I say recently, I don't know when I started it, but I've been reading just two. So I've been more of a listener to books but I've just started reading the physical books more often now. And I read two chapters a day of a book Um, first thing in the morning. And uh, it's been a game changer recently for me. It just, it, it, it it helps me feel like I've achieved some success first thing in the morning, you know, cause I hit that goal and I feel great about it. Yeah. You get that win. And so that win is, you know, it's a habit building thing. And so I, I tend to have more bad habits than good habits. And so that has, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Awesome. I'm, uh, I'm hooked on the audiobooks as well. So yeah. Matt, thank you so much, guys. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Go to fireupreferrals.com to get the downloads from Matt. Um, again, I'm your host, Jeremy Demerchant, and you can learn more about the show and catch the replay at salesteamrescue.com. We will see you right here on Headspace TV next, uh, next Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Remember, guys, get uncomfortable, get results. Cheers. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.